0: the hot tea, hot takes, where the tea is hot and the takes are hotter. I'm Aaron. And I'm Evangeline. And today we're going to do the obligatory coverage of everybody's favorite event of all time. The VMAs. Yes, the MTV VMAs. As we all know, the uh, VMAs, well, the MTV in general, the MTV. MT- mtv in general is extremely relevant to today's yeah. music audience I, I can't remember the last time i like turned on mtv to see what was hot in the market
1: <laughs> i mean i think they've changed their programming a little bit yeah
0: it's not it's not it's not what it used to be i think that at this point is this is honestly an episode of what are we going to talk about today well what music thing has happened and the only like big music thing that's happened in the last week is the the vmas happened last sunday so yeah
1: we yeah, uh how relevant do you think music videos are these days?
0: Not very. Um I think that some there occasionally somebody will drop a music video that really just like, oh, look, yeah. that, they really did something crazy, but like for the most part it just music the music world moves so fast. Mm-hmm. Like by the time somebody puts a video together for something, you've already heard the song a million times on TikTok or something. Like it's it's it, like yeah. it, it, when people and now we're in an era where people can drop a music like their whole album over like, you know, in streaming and just like, boom, there's an album. And so I think that because of the nature of the music industry now, it's just so um, it's um it's not like where you need a music video to drum up buzz for your album, because at that point, you've already dropped the album and yeah. we've already heard your songs. Like, I guess there are exceptions. I mean, you know, the Watt music video, for example. I I don't know that Watt would have rocketed to the top of the charts without the music video. So I do think there are examples where it it, it, And I think (laughs)
1: it's, like, the most powerful when, like, the song drops with the video because it's, like, a visual component to the same thing. It usually is a little bit less interest when the video comes out months later than the song. Yes. Um, But, I mean, I do think it's a great opportunity for, for people to, you know, Add another layer to a song and the lyrics that they're that they've uh, written, because you know it, it can be very artistic, very cool way to um, have like display their vision for what the song was. Or it can be terrible. I mean, like, it depends on, <laughs> yeah. what, it depends on uh, the person who's doing it. And yeah,
0: what that vision is exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, uh, like a good, I think, example would be, like, Formation when it came out. Oh, yeah. Um, because when you listen to the lyrics, it's very empowering. It's very cool. It's about Beyonce and her family and her, um, you know, kind of the, the black womanhood. But when you see the, the video. Day Beyonce
0: became black. It's Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But when you watch the video, the imagery that she used adds a whole other layer to it because of um, kind of some political overtones. And, of course, her videos are always lavishly, like, beautiful, produced um, with costuming and locations and stuff. So I think a, a great video can add something. Um, I think sometimes when the video doesn't add that much, you start to think this was probably cost a lot of money, and uh, <laughs> you know. But um, – but yeah, I think that the VMAs, we were talking about this earlier, have often been a place to that, like, you know, it's an award show that's less scripted, um, a little freer, a little more fun <laughs> used to be. Yeah, I was just showing a video yeah. where like T-Pain entered the awards on an elephant and like Usher pulled up in a yacht. Like, you know, it's kind of like the place where people used to kind of let their hair down. And um, this year was weird because it could not be live in a theater full of people Um, and it dealt with, you know, in some ways, the recent passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, some people talked about Black Lives Matter. Some people didn't. Some people, um... You know, and the awards, uh, we, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily that surprised by the winners mm-hmm. um, of the awards. But I think the more important thing was the performances.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you know, we talk about this and and, and I was listening to my other favorite music podcast, um, Song vs. Song with Todd Nathanson and, and Danny's last name. Was, name me. But um, they made a, you know, they made a response when they were talking about how the VMAs, it's been several years since the VMAs were truly spontaneous, like where it felt like, oh, something crazy could happen. You never know, someone's gonna go off book. These days, it's very much scripted, very much brought to you by Pepsi. Like it's yeah. it's it's uh, it's like a commercial corporate event where like you put on these. It's basically just a concert, and then you give mm. these awards to people that you kind of already know who's gonna win them. It's like whoever's there is gonna get an yeah. award. Like it's very much scripted, and so it feels less spontaneous, which is why I think. I mean, all of the award shows are getting to a point where they're less interesting, but I think maybe even more so than like the Grammys, the the, the VMAs feel just sort of like, okay, here we are, let's do the thing with Lady Gaga. Just gonna, you know, and it's not as engaging, I think. And like I said, MTV does not really have their finger on the pulse of what people are actually listening to. But I do think that it can't be an opportunity at least for people to get some interesting performances. I think that's why people come to watch it if they watch it at all, mm-hmm. is to see what cool performances happen. And I think that this year because of the limitations brought by COVID, you know, they were able to do more with the performances, do more interesting things with the shoots. Um, and do things that they probably wouldn't have been able to do if they were in an arena full of people like you know the weekends performance where he's like on the roof of that building and there's like mm-hmm. fireworks and stuff like that was really cool and epic it was cool. And i don't yeah. think you could have done that when, like he obviously couldn't do that in a stadium like he's on top of a building so i
1: think that, yeah they could have done it and piped it in but it yeah. wouldn't have been as engaging for the audience i feel like watching that like it was the best way to do it is when yeah. it was like streaming one other thing is that it's I don't know if this is like the way that the future will do it. If we're going to kind of move away from network television, but it was accessible this way because, um, you know, in my current living situation, I don't have cable. Um, I don't even I don't pay for really any TV. So YouTube is one of my biggest like ways to watch things. So a lot of like streaming award shows, I have to like go to a friend's house or go to my mom's house or whatever um, to watch it and. I got to watch all of it because it was on YouTube and, you know, they maybe don't make as much money or whatever, but, yeah. uh, I, all the performances were on YouTube. The performances the performance were on, yeah. Well, who cares? <laughs> and, but I was like, Hey, I get to actually watch this here and I can go back and like rewatch things if I want to. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, kind of like online internet streaming is a way that a lot of things have gone. Yeah, so it's the we'll wave see of the future for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I so like I said the, we both watched the performance like uh, supercut. They have a video on YouTube mm-hmm. which is all of the performances put together. Um, and that was helpful. It was also helpful that they named all of the performers because I'm gonna be real. Yeah, there were some people. Some that of these didn't people, i like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, and the thing was, it was hosted by Kiki Palmer, mm-hmm. who um I remember Kiki Palmer from like her child star days. She mm-hmm. was in. She was on Nickelodeon and she was on Disney Channel. She was on True Jackson VP, which was a show on Nickelodeon for a while. She was on um, Jump In, which was the Disney Channel original movie with Corbin Blue. Shout out to that one. Um, and some other stuff. So I remember her mostly for the stuff she did as a kid. And I know she's, she's I think she was in Hustlers and she's done some stuff mm-hmm. as an adult. But like I remember more of the stuff she did as a kid. But she hosted it. You know, she's she's a funny person. I mean, I like her personality i'll be real as an artist uh we'll get to that but I, I don't really find her very interesting as an artist i don't find her very compelling i didn't she had one i hesitate to even call it a song because it was so short it was like 45 short seconds and weird and it was a weird bad song that was not good and didn't sound good it, it,
1: it was it, it, just it, it, written poorly lyrically
0: was very bad and i just was like i can't imagine ever paying money to see this
1: <laughs> yeah it felt just kind of like shoved in because yeah like oh like she's the host her... she gets to
0: sing something I'm like, okay fine so
1: basically they didn't have an audience they 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 had uh parts where they were performing in an outdoor place on a stage and there were like cars and it was almost like a drive-in you could see hmm. people like sitting socially distanced oh on yeah I saw that and I could
0: it was hard for me to tell I don't know for you but like how much of this was live or if it was all pre-recorded it, it's very I mean some of it was definitely pre-recorded but it's hard to say how much yeah
1: I think that like they wanted to give it the feel of a live performance. Um, they were very careful to have people wearing masks for yeah. the most part. Some people didn't yeah. perform a mask and some
0: people did. I don't know what they're like. I feel like the people who didn't perform a mask, that was definitely pre-recorded stuff. And most of the people yeah, who didn't true. have mask on were performing by themselves. Like the weekend, yeah. he was by himself. He didn't have any mm-hmm. backup dancers. And that dude at the beginning, what's his name? I have to write Jack it down. Harlow. Jack Harlow, yeah. He's one of the new XXL fr- freshman class i don't personally see the appeal of but hey who knows maybe it'll surprise me um and he um performed at the very beginning he didn't have a mask on um but i don't think he was really with anybody so yeah
1: that's true that's yeah. true it's just weird because like the you know i think that they wanted it to have a kind of there's an audience watching appeal so they did kind of put in some clapping and cheering sounds yeah like the
0: like the uh, i was comparing it to like the nba games where like they yeah. have the fake clapping like
1: I, they wanted to be less awkward and yeah. less like they're performing for no one. So I get it. I get why would you, you would want to do that. Um, I almost found it less awkward when it was ones that were obviously not in a not on a stage like in a sounds in some sort of other sound stage where there was like this is more like a music video. Yeah, because you wouldn't expect clapping and cheering at a music video. So. Okay anyway
0: yeah so i wrote down like i know you had some notes but i wrote down all of the performances in order like i literally as i was watching it just kind of wrote it down So about the different ones and so um i'll just i guess run down them in the meeting mm-hmm. tell me whatever you thought about it um so like i said we started out with jack harlow who's one of the new guys and um he, he's a white guy you know he's a little post maloney but with less of post i don't know Personality post baloney. Post baloney. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Jack.
1: No, <laughs> no, he's just a you know. He's not a bad rapper. Yeah, he's, he's not little, terrible. He's a little forgettable.
0: I think maybe yeah. I think and I mean again, he's a he's a newer guy. Yeah, he maybe when he gets into his own, he'll start mm-hmm. having his own like vibe. Right now, he feels kind of like
1: he doesn't have a like a specific personality thing. That, right, <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't have a voice. right. He's just like okay, a guy
0: who you can you can rap, but like I don't really, I'm not you know. Yeah, it's okay um and then right after that we had tate McRae who my sister says is a dancer i had never heard of her in my life yeah i don't know um, about I her. did i well the first thing i saw was like diet billy eilish to me It was <laughs> just like very much billy eilish of,
1: similar voice similar voice yeah kind not of palsy yeah, yeah exactly
0: not quite as like dark as Billie yeah. eilish but and she's apparently the exact same age as billy eilish or very similar she's like 17 yeah. i think billy might be 18 now but um yeah so you know young kid and, and, and i didn't Again, it was that performance. I kind of, you know, I don't know. What did you think of it?
1: Uh, I thought it was kind of interestingly shot. I mean, it's kind of, it's like, it's a fine song. I just like, again, like didn't necessarily feel there was one thing that like would help me remember her. Um, She may blow up. We'll see. Um, Kind of that gritty kind of um, like lower voice, uh, emotional angsty so yes
0: very teen angst which you know i mean which really is very angsty too um that's fitting um and then after that we had um chloe how do you say chloe Chloe and hallie is Mm how you know it? chloe x hallie um which you you're a fan of them i just
1: think they're great they're like um i think there's always something great about having siblings perform together because their voices really will Mm -hmm. mesh um, they gave me kind of Janelle Monet vibes yeah. just because of kind of her older stuff, like tightrope and, and things like that from that era where she was doing the robot thing, kind of Metropolis. Yeah. I reminded um, me, a little
0: bit of Janet Jackson.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kind of like metallic. Um, and I just mm-hmm. like that they are embracing, I think they're pretty young, uh, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but like they are embracing that high the high voice that comes from that age like they're not going for the gritty dark sound and it's just kind of refreshing to me like they thrive on the kind of like beautiful harmonies that their voices have together and in an upper range and so I think it's kind of refreshing I also think that they're just like um they just have a great aesthetic every all the pictures that they have for their new album and and that sort of stuff so they've definitely like kind of matured their image a little mm-hmm. bit too because they were kind of seen as younger before
0: they're 18 and 20
1: dang okay yeah. So they yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and i think that they they do have a nice voice and like i said they've got good stage presence i mean they felt like yeah. you know they they knew what they were doing they belonged up there like i said like the first two acts which i was like kind of forgettable although i will give i'll give katana great credit she did at least have something going on with her like visually there was something happening um but i feel like chloe and holly had to have a uh, you know, had a good presence. It isn't one of them going to be like The Little Mermaid or something. There was a rumor of it. Yeah, I don't know mid- if it's true or not. Yeah, I don't know if that's been officially confirmed, but um, it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, Louis Capaldi on well, next. I, I did not even write anything about it. How do you feel about Louis Capaldi? Because I, for one, think that man should stop making music. But I think- <laughs> I'm i
1: sorry. I
0: don't want to be a hater. I find him so boring. I mean- so boring.
1: So <laughs> boring
0: i'm sorry (laughs) yeah no i mean i think i think that's fair i mean no honestly it's like nothing personal this is an opinion i don't yeah and i don't know the guy personally i mean i'm sure he's a perfectly fine person but like musically that song is so boring that song and like i hate i hated the song he had before that someone you loved every time i heard that is he the one who did the the when i was seven years old no that was uh that was that other guy l lewis lucas graham
1: Dang, very yeah. similar names. Yeah. Sort of, not Northern really Graham,
0: you know but what no. I mean? No, uh, he did the... Oh, it was very much out of his range and it just sounded very, very bad. And I don't know if some producer made him sing that high. I don't know if that was his fault, but whoo, that was awful. I think he always sings like overwrought, yeah, I like that. way out of his range. And it seems like every time he does a live performance, he does it lower. Like, for instance, he did Before You Go today, which is a boring song that I don't like. However, it didn't sound as awful because I think the live performance, he seemed to have taken it down a little bit.
1: Maybe. Like, I don't know the original, so I will yeah. trust you on
0: that one. On the radio, though, it's like, Before You Go! It's just like, oh my God. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I do not find his voice pleasant to hear. But It's if- just <laughs> funny to me. Sorry, I didn't mean to end No, 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 you. go ahead. It's funny to you. What? It's <laughs> funny to me that he's as popular as he is.
1: Like, just because there's not, I mean, like, That's is just not the way that radio music is going right now. I would have thought he would have been more popular maybe like in the Kings of Leon era. Yeah. He's like Ed Sheeran, but less interesting. Exactly. He's an export from
0: the UK and not a good one. I mean, if
1: he really started to bring his own, again, like bring his own style, he just feels like he is filling a void that somebody felt needed to be filled of soulful British guy, um, you know, singing about heartbreak and love. Because we do
0: still have Ed Sheeran, and I just...
1: Ed Sheeran just uh but like again like Ed Sheeran's early stuff he had more interesting lyrics he had charm to him and I just feel like he has not maybe it could be the label it could be just him himself I don't know what's but I just don't find him again that memorable and I'm surprised that he is hitting these chart numbers that he's
0: yeah it is weird a fun fact about Louis Capaldi though for all of you whovians out there whatever you call it, yourselves the doctor who fans yeah. um yeah, he is the cousin of peter capaldi who played doctor who oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's a little fun <laughs> I,
1: was, I well
0: i'm like i'm still
1: a doctor who fan i'm not as big a doctor who fan as i was in 2013 but <laughs> Ew,
0: boy super who luck era super i Hulak. was very
1: very 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 deep into it then
0: <laughs> um but i did
1: watch peter capaldi and that is so funny yeah. i guess it makes sense are they both scottish or am i crazy
0: I think that they may they both be, could Scottish. be. Let's Google that one. I don't know. I mean, like, they're certainly from like, that error
1: Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I I could definitely hear his accent in there, and I kind of thought, it was yeah, Scottish. he's Scottish. Lewis yeah. is, and, and I, I think Peter, Peter is, as, is as well.
0: So yeah, uh, they are. And he's younger than I thought he is. He's like twenty three years old. So, Lewis, dang dude, find better songs and and in your range, and maybe you'll be good. I'm not saying that you're bad. I'm just saying I'm not vibing with the right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't think he necessarily has a bad voice. I just think that he is being given songs, songs that are out of his range. <laughs> that are not very interesting and out of his range, which yeah. is kind of like a shame. You yeah.
0: Know? Now let's talk about Machine Gun Kelly because when you want to talk about an interesting career. Yeah switcheroonie that is, uh, when he came uh, in, uh, in like a button-up <laughs> shirt I was like who is that <laughs> <laughs> I, well, like first of all like back it up a little bit so first of all he became a meme because he came I think did this award show with like a pink dress and like painted nails, like a pearl, like he looked like a gold, one yeah, of the yeah, golden yeah, girls, yeah, yeah. or like a pearl necklace or whatever, which is fine. I'm completely fine with men like questioning the gender binary and their clothing, whatever you know, do where what you want. Where she, like, I don't yeah. think have any problem with that. Actually, a lot of people were making fun of him. I honestly thought he looked fine. Like I th- I didn't think the dress was horrible, like unflattering, but it was definitely an interesting. Move, especially because if you think you know rewind back to a couple of years ago when he was beefing with uh eminem, <laughs> with eminem and like he was very much a, like i'm a hard I ass and I'm a gangster like, or whatever yeah <laughs> i
1: thought he was like straight like hardline macho yeah hardline macho rapper typical male like just because he was so like i'm as good as eminem mm-hmm. he had these songs where it was very kind of like Grip your bed sheets. Like I've got like <laughs> these like tattoos, and he feels like he's kind of like starting to, um, just embrace a little bit less of that hard image and yeah. more of like potentially not like not as you know into the gender binary. And yeah. also like in this specific performance, like he just he sang more. Yeah, well, musically so... it wasn't rap
0: at all. It was yeah. like it was like mid two thousands pop punk
1: yeah which like, i was it, like yeah oh, i, I was that. like
0: okay i guess because I he was with there this. with black bear i think so that sounds right black bear yeah and like <laughs> dang dude <laughs> I think that, and like yeah and he was very colorful like he had all these colorful outfits yeah he was playing, like an electric guitar he's i mean it felt very i don't know good charlotte not maybe not good charlotte but like like you know 2005 when people were listening to like pop punk yeah like, it just felt like and it I didn't isn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought it sounded fine, but I was just like, this is weird because this was the man who was speaking with Eminem a couple of years yeah. ago. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah
1: I was she- just um, yeah, it was he was with Black Bear. Oh, sorry, my mom's calling me.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> mommy's calling My mom called me. Sorry, mom will call you back. Um, Maj-
1: Machine Gun Kelly did Bloody Valentine after that. And you're right, it yeah. felt so um all-time low it felt very kind of bring me the horizon a little bit Mm -hmm. um i I don't know bring me the horizon that well fans please do not come for me but like (laughs) you know what i mean that kind of like um more emo singing, yeah, and I was almost really here for it. Yeah, I, was like,
0: I, I didn't. I did let's not hate try it. it. It was a very interesting move, but I did not hate it. But I, just, yeah. I, like I said, to me, I just couldn't compare it to the whole like I'm, I'm as good as Eminem thing because I'm thinking like, imagine if Eminem, like, Eminem is going through some career yeah. shifts. But imagine if Eminem came out with a pop punk album like tomorrow, and it was like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna wear pink shoes and <laughs> two." Like, it would be like, so like, wild. It would be very strange. So,
1: <laughs> like, I know, and and it's it's funny because I kind of wrote off. Machine Gun Kelly as being kind of like annoying because I knew Eminem liked to beef with people. I knew that he couldn't let things go. He wanted to fight with people, um but Machine Gun Kelly kind of like coming for Eminem. I'm like, that's such a petty thing to do. Yeah, but I liked him a lot more last night. I felt like, or when, I don't know when this. I can't remember when this aired, but yeah. last night when I watched yeah. it. Um, I found him a lot more like cool. So It
0: felt like maybe like maybe this is what he wanted to do the whole time. Maybe he was just like trying to fit in yeah, maybe. I'm hardcore rappers. like, yeah, man, I want to be a pop-punker. Ooh. Let's <laughs> like, go for it. I'm like, I don't want to be a rapper dad. I want to be a pop. I want to do pop. Punk. <laughs>
1: I'm like, go for it. Pop punk. Yeah. Like twenty twenty. Let's bring it back.
0: I mean, <laughs> why not? Nothing make it less anymore. problematic.
1: Let's go for <laughs> yes. it. I'm here for it.
0: Seeing kids. Yes. Seeing kids are making a comeback. Yeah next was the weekend
1: oh it was so good yes
0: so give me your thoughts on the weekend um he has
1: this whole aesthetic for his new album which is um uh, i don't know the lore behind it there may be more storytelling that i know about but he kind of has this sort of 70s look uh sort of uh not billy ray cyrus billy (laughs) b williams (laughs) Sorry, he does not have a Billy Ray Billy Cyrus, haircut Cyrus haircut because yeah, holy so. crap! <laughs> but no, um, he has a Billy Dee Williams from Star Wars kind of haircut, that poofy, uh, kind of hair, and he, um, he has this whole thing of sorry, there's a cat here all of a
0: sudden. <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> hi, Sophie. This is our mascot, Sophie. <clears throat> oh, hi. she's angry. <laughs> anyway sorry go ahead she didn't mean to interrupt um
1: and kind of cuts all over his face uh he wears gloves so it it almost has a michael jackson
0: kind of feel um she's done a michael jackson-esque kind of thing yeah his voice is very michael jackson reincarnated kind of thing
1: and the and a lot of the there's some vibes on this new album which feel a little more um kind of like sort of eighties, mm-hmm. um, in terms of like the beats. Um, if you remember his early stuff, it was so much more kind of like dark R and B sort of stuff, more sexual, like and he still yes. kind of got that sexual energy. But like it's Way more sexual.
0: It's like, like holy he, he
1: is it, things are more upbeat now. Like yeah.
0: blinding lights. It's just about is I do cocaine and have sex without love. Like <laughs> yeah, I was, some of those songs are a bit of a downer.
1: <laughs> they were kind of a downer. And I think like he, he has this kind of like train wreck aesthetic a lot of times where it's kind of like, you know, I guess like Starboy and stuff, not not quite as much, but he yeah. always, you always felt like there was kind of sort of this hard partying life kind of in his songs. So, you know, in this, in this performance he kind of he's he wakes up on the ground and the camera follows him and he's on top of this building um, and he performs up there all by himself you see it all shot from a helicopter and then there's fireworks at the end honestly it must I have been drone, loved it too
0: because there was a picture of the helicopter so like, who yeah, was filming true. the helicopter must have also been a
1: drone, a drone.
0: <laughs> but also every time I'm I think like, it's cool
1: uh, let's do this again
0: and also, every time I think of the weekend I think did you ever see when he guest starred on Family Guy no, I'm a virgin no. never got close enough. <laughs> like, oh my god, you know, that was like, like, that's the one weekend song that always pops in my head every time. <laughs> <laughs> i like, think Oh my god, yeah. that's wild. I mean, it was actually a pretty good song. I mean, you know, was a joke. Yeah, but it was, it was pretty fun. It was, it was a good song. I mean, the weekend is talented. Like I said, he has always gone for the whole like I'm kind of like Michael Jackson, but like more open about drug but, use. So yeah, <laughs> like, I do more <laughs> drugs. I do more drugs than I have. Yeah, it, you know. But I think that I, I honestly, I did enjoy it. Um. Like I said, I also like that he did it from the rooftop. It felt very artistic. It felt fun. Mm -hmm. That's a good song. That's another song I heard on TikTok first. And he
1: won Video of the Year. um, And when he accepted, he really kept it very short. He talked about Jacob Blake and Breonna Taylor. And... um, you know, it felt very respectful. He didn't go on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, I think that, that was a that was a good move, too, on his part. Yeah,
0: definitely. And it, it felt, and it, like you said, it felt respectful, which is the key because we yeah. pointed out before, like, so it, it's interesting because the Grammys, which felt like, that felt like five years ago, but technically happened this year, 2020 Grammys, right before everything went crazy, and they had the Grammys, and that was the day that um, Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant died in that horrible plane crash, or helicopter crash, and Obviously, they referenced it uh, a lot. Some would say too much like I, I realized it was well, kind of a shocking it was the day of yes. <laughs> and I
1: think that nobody quite knew what to do
0: yeah yeah they didn't want to not say anything yeah. but I think they kind of overcorrected and said like a lot more than they really they brought him up with like a weird time it was a little it's, bit of like yeah, a little the bit. wound
1: was very like the v- yeah. wound was so open then and it was such a surprise that they had died yeah and it was a surprise that Chadwick Boseman died as yeah. well and it's um, so interesting that he
0: died so close to another award show a music award show I mean just yeah a random
1: coincidence but still and is- there's so much like unrest too i think yeah. that bringing up jacob blake and brianna taylor who there were still fighting for justice for them you know i think that that is a, a good use of that platform because it is you know
0: more actionable um yes. and i think that they did it in a more tasteful way that it wasn't like they brought up Chadwick goes a couple of times but it wasn't like every single performance and, this is for you chadwick like you know it didn't feel yeah it didn't feel overdone um and the mentioning of black lives matter but i felt like it, it was done in a way that um you know that made sense. I made a note and I kind of talked to you about this, how I noticed that um, it feels like the vibe very much I would say with culture in general, but especially with this with the orcho, very, very much throwing back to other to other decades. Mm-hmm. Like the aesthetic of the the aesthetic of the award show itself um, felt like 90s, very colorful, very, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, very throwback to that kind of era. And then a lot of the performances kind of threw but like Lady Gaga had a little snippet, which threw back to like 1999 VMA's. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the musical styles were very, they felt... Like they were taking inspiration from a different decade, like the mm-hmm. weekend has always sounded kind of eighties yeah. um you know we had the throwback to the pop punk of the mid two thousands we had you know a lot of these people kind of you know Janet Jacksony a little Janelle well today. dynamite
1: by BCS, too also has a yes. little bit mm-hmm. of a very funky funky vibe um and even just the concept Cinco performed their yeah. Latin uh, boy band. The boy band thing feels a mm-hmm. little bit like a throwback just in and of itself. So yeah, there. I think that people are reaching for genres and styles that are not necessarily so um, trendy. Well, they're yeah. trendy, but like they are they are a throwback to something that people already love. Which yeah, I you think- know, some people will be like that's lazy, but it's
0: also like no, it's like you it's know that people love it. Yeah, well, remember when like you know back Bruno Mars got big doing yes. that? Like Bruno Mars is around for a few years, but didn't really get like broad appeal until he started doing everything that he did was like a throwback to another genre and it was just him yeah, doing that true. for a while and now it's yeah. like everybody doing it I mean like I said The weekend kind of always did it but a lot of them even Miley Cyrus and we'll get to her but um, a lot of them felt like they were kind of throwing back to other eras
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, it could be a grasp for a better time, a different time. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think that, um, that is sort of, especially in this era of
1: just, And I mean, man, there was a, <laughs> a fun surprise guest at the end we'll talk about mm-hmm. that was a literal throwback <laughs> Oh yes, we will talk about that. Standing there on the stage.
0: Oh lordy. Anyway. it's mean, a good, good time for a commercial break. Oh yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um So uh, the next one was the D- D- baby. And uh, what did you think of the baby's performance? Write this down.
1: I mean, I loved the baby. Um, he's from Charlotte. So. Yes,
0: shout out Charlotte.
1: Um, I thought the performance was weird, though, because um, he is a rapper that i mean anybody who raps the way he does like a real way um, is gonna have to bleep a lot mm-hmm. and so he had to leave out a lot of words which is fine but he also had to perform with the jabberwockies that group of yeah. dancers who perform with masks on their whole face not just their mouth you know what i'm talking about they're very kind of they wear black and they have the white they're masks. like lines
0: but they wear they don't they they just wear a mask and they dance <laughs> yeah
1: um and so he did three songs, and the second song moved into this whole CGI thing where baby was basically the only non-animated thing, and he's in a cop car with these cops driving, and he had gotten arrested, and then and when he moves into rocks or pop star, rock, yeah. star, at rock, star, rock star, rock star. Uh he's dancing on a cop car and he's rapping over that, and the Jabbawockies are there, and then the city of New York catches on fire, and yeah. like there's a you know Black Lives Matter sign on the ground, and um it was not very well done necessarily, like as a statement, like I felt like it was heavy-handed. Um, I think he's a great rapper I think every time he performs he does a good job Really honestly every time I've seen him anyway Um, But I just felt like in terms of the concept, the video he did for uh, The Box with Roddy Ridge, yeah. I think that's the one where they had more of a real kind of like Black Lives Matter statement. Yeah. That I think was much more well done than this. This felt kind of hammy.
0: It felt a little performative. And which, which, yeah. like I said, I hate to say that because I do think that a baby, you know, does care you about see, this. And this that has he has care. made real statements before. Like I said, in his other video for Rockstar, I thought it was way more like impactful and like serious. And this one yeah. felt a little bit literally cartoony because it was like a- animated cop car, animated fire. He's dancing on the animated cop car and the Jabberwockies are doing like break dance moves in front of it It just yeah. felt like, okay what are we doing like I don't know what to make of this yeah <laughs> like it just felt I don't know like I said I didn't hate it I like those songs that he performed but it was just you know it was a very interesting vibe
1: and just kind of like I don't know like they felt like they wanted to make a statement but it's like imagery is only so powerful when it when it has layers to it and when imagery start like starts to be so heavy-handed it starts to be like it, it starts to lose its meaning
0: yeah you know diminishing returns yeah exactly. exactly perfect diminishing returns um next was Miley Cyrus now I have gotten to a point where I have come to like or at least appreciate Miley you don't really like her that much or at least you don't like her voice that much um I
1: just uh, I'm not the biggest fan of her voice but yeah. I think she is an interesting person and I think that I respect her her journey coming from you know Disney Channel fame um, through kind of a rocky period of sort of rebellious music into what Public I feel like image. is yeah and and widely publicized relationships I know she's been through a lot so yeah. um, I thought that this performance was just beautifully shot and I thought the song was like interesting mm-hmm. you know it's not my favorite song but I like her the most as an artist because I think that she's finally getting to do some stuff that she yes,
0: yeah, so that she really shows like her personality. She's doing something that she wants to do. Like she's followed a lot of muses to some interesting places and it hasn't always worked, but it really feels like she is doing what she wants to do and not she's not just doing something that somebody's telling her to do.
1: Because Malibu, the album that she put out before, I felt like was like, it's just similar to Taylor Swift where you have to try a lot of things. If you've been in the public eye for that long, um, if you haven't found the exact thing that you're going to stick with your whole life, which like who has, you know, they you know, they should have the chance to explore. Mm-hmm. And so she and Taylor Swift have both had lots of different kind of genres, you know, quote mm-hmm. unquote, in their music. And they have had some that didn't work as well and some that worked really well.
0: Yeah. And it's funny you should mention Malibu, because I was reading up on it, I was reading up on a couple of things, I was reading up on the background between this song. And she had actually said in an interview that she that Malibu was not really her it felt like she said that 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 album was her trying to be what someone else wanted her to be and I think that she heavily was referencing like her relationship with Liam Hemsworth which as we all know was very rocky and was a 10-year on and off relationship that ended in a marriage and then a pretty quick divorce (laughs) so um you know because I think that her and Liam are very different people with very different goals Mm -hmm. um out of the relationship that just were never going to work together um but she kind of describes how I think she had made an effort to be more of what he and others were wanting her to be in terms uh-huh. of her subdued yeah. personality. Mm-hmm. And this new album is like her just finally coming into her own and realizing no, I can't be that for you. Yeah. I can't be anything. Like I have to be who I am. And yeah. so she writes this song Mid- Midnight Sky, which is very much I was born to run. You know, I don't belong to anyone. I yeah. have to be who I am. You don't own me. She doesn't own me. You don't own me. Like, I I can do, like, and she, didn't, it's not just Liam. She references some other relationships too, but she's, it's all kind of comes down to the idea of, like, I have to be who I am and I right. cannot be someone for somebody else. And, um, so I'm sure she's felt very, very, um, which was a product of Disney for years. Like, yeah. imagine what that does to your whole sense of self. <laughs> I'm
1: sure she's felt very kind of like constrained before. Yeah. And, and I hope that she's getting the chance to put out the music she, wants to put out for herself
0: yeah and so the thing is she's got a very raspy aggressive voice which i think works beautifully for like a rock or country rock kind mm-hmm. of stuff like lower register stuff like i've I said i think she could slay a pat benatar cover album i would mm-hmm. die to hear that because she's um she's amazing when it comes to songs that just require that gritty aggressiveness of her voice. I think yeah. she's got one of those voices that you either like or you don't like, but you can't mistake mm-hmm. it for anything else. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Yeah, and <laughs>
1: you're not going to think she's like Billie Eilish. I yeah. mean, no. I, I actually really respect that because I feel like a lot of times we're, we're bringing out uh, people with similar voices because we know that that formula works. And so to have somebody with a voice that is unmistakable is, I think that's a great thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. And she even did a little, speaking of throwback, she even did a little throwback in the performance, the wrecking ball thing.
1: Yeah, she sat on a disco <laughs> she, ball. She, a, she wasn't naked. A disco. But, you know. no, she
0: wasn't naked, but she did sit on the disco ball. It was very clearly a throwback to the wrecking ball thing, which was so weird. choice. It was an Why interesting choice. it an interesting Let's move choice. But, but you know, Wrecking Ball, now that I'm a little bit removed from the whole drama of her being naked on yeah. a wrecking ball, that was a pretty good song. It was like, pretty fun. It had like a good meaning to it. It was just you know it was so distracted. She's naked. and She's on a wrecking ball. Um, it's also just like that
1: was years ago. But yeah. I guess if she wants to like
0: go for it. Yeah, exactly. And it felt like kind of being pulled back to a different era where I was like, maybe this isn't what we want to um, do Listen, this is why you don't get to be in the studio when we're recording because you can't make up your mind.
1: Anyway, uh, she's talking to the cat, not me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. If anyone doesn't get to be in the studio, I have to let her out periodically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gotta
0: go hunt <laughs> some mice. Oh my goodness. Um, then there was, so there were a couple of, of, of Latinx acts um, that night. There was Maluma. Is that, am I saying that right? I believe so. Okay. Uh, who I'm going to be completely real, I've never heard of before. Um, I'm not really keeping my finger on the pulse of that, like. Yeah, reggaeton. Uh, yeah. yeah, reggaeton. I mean, but I'm glad it exists because I, mm-hmm. I mean, America is a diverse place. So I mm-hmm. think that having. Um, you know, Latinx people represented in uh, pop music is perfectly. It, it makes perfect sense that that is happening. Um,
1: I also like that there is their own. They have their own um category. Yeah, I like that they are including songs completely in Spanish. I like that K-pop has its own. Yeah, because I think that for a while we were trying to, like, I I'm not I I'm not advocating for like let's put K-pop in the corner. Let's put Latin artists in the corner. But I do think that by having a whole category, you get to acknowledge more people because for a while it was just like BTS is the only K-pop band we're going to recognize in America. Yeah. Um, And I like that there's more recognition because there's
0: more people. (laughs) Before that, we did have that thing in 2012 with Oppa Gangnam Style, whoever oh, they get, signed, or whatever. Yeah, Psy, that that was our count. first, the toe dipped into the land yeah. of K-pop. That was weird.
1: <laughs> but now I feel like we're actually able to recognize more groups. And um, I have loved, you know, I really like uh, J Balvin. Um, yes, I do like him. I like Bad Bunny, who... If you're not following what Bad Bunny has been up to, he's doing some dope stuff right now. He is um he kind of went on a social media hiatus, but he has come back to the forefront with like this new song that's going around on TikTok which is very political. He is very um he's advocating for Puerto Ricans to vote mm-hmm. in their local elections. He's talking about um black lives matter. He's talking he's like in challenging people who are uh, settling into racism like he suddenly like I think he he, he felt really motivated to use his platform and I'm like I respect that a lot he also has done like um, some he's worn like more feminine clothes and videos he's he paints his nails he's like he's rejecting this kind of like um macho uh Latin singer kind of vibe and going for a very kind of fluid uh presentation and also very like socially conscious. So mm-hmm. anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about him, but I just have been thinking <laughs> about him a lot and I hope he's doing well. Yeah, <laughs> but if, buddy, if you're if, listening, if you're listening, I, listening, you. uh, I hope,
0: hope we enjoy this. Yeah, no. No, I think that, you know, it is, it is, it was interesting to see because I mean there was a time where the idea of having these people Perform at the MTV Awards have been so strange like these so many songs performed in different languages and yeah, I completely say so many, it was like three but like still the songs that were performed in different languages yeah. that's definitely a different you know vibe and um I think that is um you know an interesting thing and same with bts as you were saying You know, bts which i'm pretty sure bts was one of those that was definitely not live like they probably didn't even leave korea to do that i mean i don't know, why I don't know. well uh, or they did the accept
1: all their awards not uh, on
0: stage so yeah. i bet they
1: were in korea or touring
0: yeah or touring somewhere wherever
1: um, they are allowed to have concerts yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember concerts oh good time well... <laughs>
1: I miss them, but
0: um, yeah, I like
1: BTS. They are like I get why people love them. They are cute. They have and they have a I and mean, their stage presence is immaculate. They like, are they're dance wonderful dancers. dancers. They're they, very good. Dancers. There's not one of them that slacks the yeah, whole time. They're always they are they're, uh, they're like alive. Their faces are alive. Like, um, they put so much stage presence into their performances. Yes, I love presence. it. Um, I hope that they're doing well. I know that sometimes K-pop bands can have trouble with. Very strict um, yeah. rules and routines, um, but I will say they have they have created a huge fan base for their for themselves. I mean, they've worked more English into some yes. of their newer yeah, songs. Yeah, they've definitely done more of that um, because I think that they're worldwide. Uh, fan bases growing.
0: Several of them have done that. Now, some of the K-pop groups have gotten big overseas and, you know, yeah, just like Blackpink. Like, Black yeah, like Blackpink yeah. has done a lot of that, too. Blackpink has done very much... Because like,
1: they won um, Song of the Summer for How You Like How That. How You Like That, yeah. Which, which, you know,
0: I heard that one on TikTok, too.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I mean, like, the winners are still, like, yeah. BTS, Blackpink, the ones that Americans are, like, more, you know, knowledgeable about. But still, like, the fact that uh, some of the other groups were mentioned, like, I think that that's
0: that's progress yeah yeah we're getting there we are definitely getting there I mean again there was not a. There was definitely a time where you know, in two thousand five. Mm. Imagine a Korean boy band being headlining at that would not have of performing. Happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember. Really, think the first time I saw BTS perform, it was like for one of the New Year's rock and eve things, Big mm-hmm. Clark or whatever. And I, me and my sister were watching it. And I don't think we had ever heard of them. Like, BTS, what is that? And then all these Korean boys come out and start doing this very intense dance routine. And we're like, what is going on? They really, really dance, like,
1: man. They really <laughs> do.
0: But um, yeah and then lady gaga was the big winner of the night she won a bunch of awards mm-hmm. a bunch of got to do a lot of talking and ariana grande who we've heard a little conspiracy about which i'll get to in a minute but um lady gaga had she had interesting well first of all lady gaga and ariana grande together is an interesting combo it seems to work yeah. um and she very much lady gaga has always been the consummate pop star like she mm-hmm. you know back when pop music was a big spectacle Lady Gaga's all about the spectacle. spectacle and, yeah. and she seems to have kind of nestled into where she's she's comfortable. Cause like for a while it was like Lady Gaga's here in a meat suit, like doing all these like crazy yeah. stuff for the headlines, and then it was like she was more subdued, and now it yeah. seems like she's still doing stuff that's a little out there, but like mm-hmm. not as out there. Yeah, she
1: had some very interesting um Wardrobe changes yes. for each of her acceptance speeches, and you know you may have seen pictures of her singing with Ariana Grande for "Rain on Me" with a mask that kind of converted her music or her her singing into like waveform. Yeah, that
0: was cool. Yeah, the fact that she worked the mask. We should into the all concert. have those for our performance. Yeah, that, it, makes it our, very performance for the <laughs> yeah. Charlotte Master no, Chorale. We sing it for choir. We should. <laughs> <wrap>. <laughs> Very kind of robotic and weird, but yeah. I do like that. I do, that is vibe. And like, the thing is, so speaking of Ariana Grande, so the conspiracy theory that I had heard someone mention, I honestly think has some merit She's so talk about accepting awards. So Ariana Grande never, like she won something, but she never accepted it on stage, nor did she accept it via video feed. And so it begs the question, well, if she was there. Yeah, she was she there because she had
1: already, quote unquote, performed yeah, with Lady Gaga. She Lady Gaga,
0: but her performance with Lady Gaga was very brief. And all you could see was her eyes and hair because, you know, it's, it, she's wearing a mask. And so some people speculated it might not have been her. It could have been a body double because who would really be able to tell? Her face was covered. And, you know, she only show, it's weird that she only showed up for that one performance. I mean, Ariana Grande is not a backup dancer. She is a very big pop star. I know. So for it's her to very be there that and if she was only technically... show up in one performance would be very strange.
1: I mean, I'm looking at it now. Her eyes look like her eyes it's it's it could i mean i don't know man it's just so weird that if she was in the building why she wouldn't like actually accept the award
0: and somebody said well maybe it was the uh grande impersonator on tiktok which are you familiar with that yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) because she does look kind of exactly like her (laughs) and like i bet if she was wearing a mask you wouldn't be able to tell
1: anyway yeah so
0: who knows but i think that that would be very interesting if that was the case i did think that the costume changes were very interesting um and that you know it was clever again i think that that was pre-recorded because i don't see how it couldn't have been um probably yeah (laughs) but yeah and then um doja cat was next Mm -hmm. and doja cat so Donica Cat has stumbled into some controversy recently, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, which, you know, it's hard to keep track of. I don't know what
1: to think about
0: her. Yeah. She
1: <laughs> she says some she says stuff and then really does not backtrack for some things that are offensive. Um I think that she is one of those people who got famous on the internet yeah. and um, didn't have to learn how to filter herself that much. yeah. Um, and I don't think you have to filter yourself, but she also has been called out for saying some like slurs against LGBT people that, um, I think she never fully understood why it was problematic. She was yeah. like, ah, this is just a word I say. And I'm yeah. like, all right. Um <laughs>
0: well, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know.
1: If she has apologized, I, I'm sorry, but I don't know of that. I also think that she she just has a penchant for getting herself into into
0: well, Yeah. Drama. Well I mean there was that thing with like, I don't know, Do you hear about the um, the like the video calls or whatever? She was in like some yes. kind of Zoom calls with like alt right boys or something, which very weird. Very Why would you even choose choices and um, uh,
1: yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, I will. I gotta say, she has the catchiest songs in the
0: world. Like she does, and she's so been a long way from Bitch on a Cow. Like I did mean, yeah. she did
1: Bitch on the Cow. I'm like, what
0: is this? <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Moo was quite the song, and I honestly loved some of the songs from her first album, like uh, Candy and yeah. things like that. But. um, I mean, I honestly kind of liked the aesthetic of this performance. It was very alien. Yeah, she it was had very weird. She light definitely up leaned into that. Light-up, bodysuit, yeah. kind of revealing. Um, not gonna, she's not a good lip-syncer.
0: I'll just put that out no, there. Uh, very I don't even know she if she's that
1: good of a live performer necessarily, yeah. but... or. Even recorded performer, but <laughs> I mean, thing, she's cute. The it's like the
0: great question is, is Doja Cat even good? That's a that's the age old question. Because like her music, just in her purest form, catchy. I don't know.
1: But like, <laughs> because it's very, pro- I mean, it's processed. Yeah. You know, I honestly think she's a good rapper. If you've listened to her song "Rules," which has a verse that was uh, big on TikTok for a while, yeah. um, I think she's like a decent rapper. I wish she would do more like actual rap on yeah. her songs, um, but. In terms of her singing voice, like I don't know if I could tell you exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Like pure in its purest most an unadulterated form.
0: (laughs) Then after that was a brief performance from and I did do mean brief by Kiki Palmer, which I've already pretty much seen. And it was a a song
1: called Snack. Yeah. Being a snack at the VMAs. Like, mama, i'm gonna mama. steal your
0: man and i'm a snack and look at my i'm a snack look at my butt like steal your man snack 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 i'm the a snack, snack, snack. Be i'm attractive i'll steal your man but ass i don't like i just i just i mean i'm sorry i it was, i was not feeling it i was not feeling it and it really it was so incredibly mm-hmm. brief it just truly felt like Okay, I guess we gotta let her do something.
1: <laughs> Can I say one thing about Doja Cat? Oh yeah, I just was looking at my notes again. Well, one thing about Lady Gaga, she played a piano that looked like a brain. Yes, that was exciting. That happened.
0: Yes. Oh yeah.
1: But with Doja Cat, why did they censor the the F word, which I'm not going to say? Um, but they they didn't censor the F word, but they let her, they censored titties. They didn't censor the F word. Yeah, she said it, and <laughs> then they're like,
0: they- and. <laughs> <laughs> Titties is Wait, so much less. That's so weird because I was pretty. I was sure. That I thought that they did because I. What I don't well, think she other said it really said, fast. Yeah, she said it kind of funny, like where she said where it weird. It could have been something else that she was saying. I was like, I'm you think the weird titties out not yeah. ass. No. <laughs> and there was another artist that like they definitely bleeped it out, but because I know that at least when it airs on TV, the FCC will come for you. If yeah, like, don't bleep that
1: out. <laughs> I think she said the she said the f word really fast, yeah. and then I think it just was weird that they were like ass and <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: yeah anyway that was just weird strange choice on the editor's part there um but yeah kiki homer thing i just didn't i did not like it i'm sorry kiki i'm sure you're a lovely person i really enjoy you on tiktok i love those little funny skits you do where you pretend to be like some rich lady or whatever it's very entertaining you're a great actress uh but uh, musically i I wasn't feeling it gotta be real
1: (laughs) and who knows how much i was just the directors of the show
0: (laughs) yeah exactly it could have been somebody else putting that on there um and like i said she was the host of the show which i think Mm -hmm. she did fine um you know she's
1: very likable she's charming
0: she she is very likable and i think she kind of did as much she put as much effort as could have been expected for what what we were dealing with what what she had to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and Cinco came up i think i said that right yeah um and those, that's five guys yeah exactly that's the latin boy band um
1: they're fine yeah. it, maybe not the most memorable song in the world but they are kind of just a cute fun latin boy band
0: yeah and i thought there were some interesting elements there were like dubstep elements in their song which mm-hmm. i thought was an interesting mm-hmm. choice um and that certainly kind of set them apart from like your typical reggaeton um because it was like mm-hmm.
1: there was dubstep <laughs> also one thing about maluma from earlier he, okay, so the opening shot, he's sitting on this motorcycle. The motorcycle looked enormous to me. Is that how big a motorcycle is? I've never been on a motorcycle. It looked like he was a baby on a motorcycle. Um. I don't know, there may just be really big motorcycles
0: out there, but motorcycle fans. <laughs> yeah. Was that hit me up. I what, what, think I don't know. It looks <laughs> enormous. All right. Now, before we get into the last performance, because I got a lot of thoughts that I know mm-hmm. that you do too, but did you have any other notes that you wanted to bring up?
1: I don't think so. I mean, um,. Yeah, it's it felt very weird to have it all be like so CGI, but yeah. It's what you got to do. Um nope, that's all that's all I've got. Let's get to the last performers. The
0: last performers were none other than the Black Eyed Peas. Yes, wow. you heard that right. In the year of our Lord 2020.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um the first song they sang was La Vida, not La Vida Loca yeah but, like, but
0: not living in La Vida Loca but it mentioned La Vida
1: Loca yeah I didn't know it um, it was Will.I.Am and the two other fellows from Apple the App, app, Apple D. app and, and that other
0: guy <laughs> I'm
1: sorry to him I'm sorry to that man
0: um, <laughs> See, that was Kiki Palmer, See, Kiki that Palmer. Was Kiki Palmer. I'm like, I hope I don't sound ridiculous I don't know who this man is
1: I am sorry to that man that is the funniest thing that anyone has ever said in the
0: world yeah she's hilarious she's so funny
1: um uh, anyway so yeah it was those three guys and then i thought it was going to be fergie but it wasn't fergie. Oh, fergie left the group a while ago <laughs> it was another woman who i did not recognize if that was a famous person i'm sorry but i didn't know who that was anyway so they did that and then they sang i got a feeling which if you remember from last week that was one of the songs i bought on my first ipod in yes. 2009 <laughs> so it's an old song um
0: I, yeah, it literally came out like twelve years ago, eleven yeah. how many years ago was that? Eleven years ago? Wow. I think it came their many album years was ago. a 2008
1: album because it was the same album where they talk about I'm so three thousand No, it came
0: that's the thing, it came out in two thousand nine. They even have that later, they clearly wrote it in two thousand eight because they said I'm too so two thousand three thousand and eight, you're so three thousand so late. late. But it came out in two thousand nine.
1: Wow, that's embarrassing <laughs>
0: even for that. Yeah. Uh taboo. Oh taboo. And I guess the other the lady was J. Ray Soul
1: is she part J- of the group? Maybe
0: now? uh uh let's see hang on. See she doesn't even have a wikipedia page. Who the heck is J Ray Soul? <laughs> I mean she tried. Uh, she did.
1: she shook her butt. I um... mean
0: she did something. She sure did something. I get J Ray Soul, Jessica Reynoso, um oh, and <laughs> yeah yeah i mean well i mean she's you know here the distractify entertainment but her regular name is j or her stage name is Jamie soul and i guess she's the new black eyed peas okay. lady which you know i mean no offense to her but like i just don't know just what she brought to the table was, but yeah. then again i don't know what black eyed peas brings to the table why are we listening to the black eyed peas in maybe they just <laughs> felt
1: like that was it's just the weirdest thing was at the end of this show <laughs> with some of the biggest like Current yeah, people current. on the radio, <laughs> and to have a group that had their heyday 12 years ago felt very weird and out of touch. Um, when they came in, um, all of the men on stage had a glow yes, stick the in glow the glow 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 area glow. of their penises. <laughs> now, that sounds crazy, but glow if glow glow glow. you
0: post it, yeah, look it up. I just put,
1: <laughs> I just in my notes put. William Glow penis (laughs) because I was like, I am not understanding what is going on right now. And I Googled it. I Googled it. Because I was like, did everybody else get there's this like a meaningful thing? Because they were just wearing white pants and you could see a glowing area near their where their penises are. And and there were articles like audiences confused by the meaning of this weird. And the, of course, like this other woman, like she didn't have any glowing areas on her body, which feels kind of sexist. But also, like um, but I don't did, know,
0: what but this did we thing, really want her to have no. glowing boobies or whatever? What was significant? What was so
1: weird about it is they sang two older songs. At least I don't know. Maybe the first song is newer, but like they sang these two older songs. Will I am said some things about Wakanda Forever, Black yeah, Lives Matter. End, he said some so serious things, random. but his penis area is glowing <laughs> like the Fourth like, of July or a rave. Like, it's like, it's, it's,
0: it's, the whole thing—it's like okay. So first of all, like why is the Black Please IPs? Google it. Why are the Black Peas <laughs> in twenty twenty? And then they're singing. I got a feeling, and I'm like, okay, this came out eleven years ago. Why are we doing this? And then they're sitting there dancing around with their glowing. Crotches, and then at the end he like sticks his fist up, and he's like Wakanda forever, Black Lives what? Matter. I was punching the head, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, okay, I guess, but like <laughs> it was just like being punched repeatedly <laughs> yeah. because you were like, oh, why is that happening? Oh, oh, oh. And it's like, and it felt like you said because we had all these big stars. You know, you got the weekend, you got Lady Gaga, you've got you know all these current right, baby like, bam, the black eyed peas. Here they are. And they got glowing crotches. Black Lives Matter. Wakanda forever. All right, see. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like. What? <laughs>
1: it was such a weird um confusing way to end a show to like leave the audience on such an odd note. Um I'm just looking at their Spotify to see if they have released a new song recently and that's why uh you know what? This is it. What? They just released a new album.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Do they have glowing crotches? (laughs)
1: Not in the picture, but Vita Loca. Oh, Tyga was there, remember? Oh yeah, Tyga was there. Um, Vita Loca is on this new album. So that's why they were there. It's just like, it feels weird to have them be the final act. I guess that we are counting on their kind of name recognition from so many years. It's just honestly, the teenagers who know Doja Cat (laughs) 12 years ago, were, like, four. So, like, for us, we get the Black Eyed Peas, but the Black <laughs> Eyed Peas have not really been that relevant in the last ten years. Yeah. So I guess it was really just to promote this new album because J Balvin, Maluma, Azuna is on there, Shakira, Kaiga. Oh, wow, they're really trying. Well, they have a lot of, of Latino or Latinx um, performers on this album. And on their album, Art is just the three men, Taboo, Well, I Am, and Apple D. app. Um. So, I guess that they are the three members of Black Eyed Peas, and then the lady who was with them. So, anyway, well, she yeah,
0: she's in the Black Eyed Peas too now. I guess so okay, she's the new Fergie because, like I said, she left the group a lot because people.
1: their last album before twenty nineteen was "The end The energy never dies. A classic. Was that
0: really their last album? That's a they release an album. And wait, wait, so let me
1: look. Because then they
0: do the beginning. They the, didn't beginning. the beginning. I'm that. sorry.
1: I'm sorry. That's their yeah. And then they had. Masters of the Sun, Volume One, which was twenty eighteen, and then a twenty nineteen thing, and then twenty twenty.
0: Black Eyed Peas have been around for a long time. Like they've been around for a long time. They really, really have still. because I mean the, they were even before, because Fergie wasn't originally a Black Eyed Peas.
1: If you look, their earliest thing is nineteen ninety eight.
0: Yeah, they've been around for a okay. Really, really long I
1: time. I like that they have really stuck together. Yeah, they've really um, tried all
0: kinds of different things. And but like,
1: I mean the the um. The 2010, 2009, like, that was their, like, their paradise. They were really just on the radio all the time. Um, They were just killing it. And then they kind of, like, I don't know. They had a very specific, like, sound that maybe didn't progress the way that they wanted it to. And now they're trying to come back. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Will I Am is is an eternal chaser of uh, trends and he's kind of got a reputation for being, I don't know if he's a good producer, but he certainly is a producer A producer, and he certainly does make stuff that people do end up listening to whether they want to or not. Like the black eyed peas have always been like professionally annoying. I don't know if the black eyed peas have ever been like, Oh yeah. I like think the black eyed peas are unironically a great group of artists. It's just like people like them in the same way that you like, like watching Saturday morning cartoons. It's like, not necessarily (laughs) that it's deep. It's just that, Oh, it's entertaining. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, like you know, think about like "Boom Boom Pow" or like uh, "My Humps." None of those songs were masterpieces. We're not going to pretend that "My Lovely Lady Lumps" is a good
1: thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I will say I listened to "Where Is the Love?" So many. Okay, times. Okay, "Where Is the Love"
0: was kind of cool. It's just that in retrospect, it felt a little corny. But <laughs> okay. I guess, yeah. But I, mean,
1: I was <laughs> uh, enraptured by it. Yeah, no, I I
0: liked it. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I, I think
1: they did. They did. They suffered from. Some really outdated choices, yeah. like let's get it started, which was yeah, which uh, called was something else. Something
0: else and and,
1: yeah. <laughs> but they do have a song on their 2003 album, Elefunk, called Labor Day. It's a holiday.
0: Hey, well, I never go. listened to it, we but we are recording on Labor Day, so <laughs> we tied it in. It's we did, yes. it was an accident, but <laughs> happy Labor Day, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's the Black Eyed Peas are just. You know, they are certainly a thing. They are up there. They are. Well,
1: congratulations, Black Eyed Peas, on your new album. It makes more sense that you were on this show now.
0: I mean, not much more sense, but some sense. A little more
1: sense, yeah. (laughs) It was kind of a stunt. Yes, it was. was,
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think necessarily they would have gotten that spot if they hadn't had their no, clout from I, I the, the early like two thousands.
0: <laughs> again, I mean, again, it is the MTV Awards. I, I, I think they were taking who they could. Anything get, <laughs> could happen, yeah. <laughs> Anything could happen. The MTV Award. Yeah, so it is what it is. But um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think that you know, all in all, I mean award shows are kind of a dated format anyway um but yeah. it is it is interesting to kind of see what's happening it, it to me it, like todd said it is interesting to see what mtv thinks yeah. the, the pulse is yeah. that they don't really have their finger on the pulse but it's interesting to see what they think it is and um so to exactly. watch it it's like okay well, who do they think is like hot right now and like you yeah. know sometimes they hit they hit they, they hit
1: on a few things and then um I hate to say this. I think that they think that Lady Gaga is a little more current than she is. Yeah. Chromatica, I think like <laughs> some people loved it, some people loved Rain on Me. I haven't really fully listened to it, but in terms of this new generation, you know, there's a lot of artists that are not going to be noticed by the Grammys and and VMAs and things like that. Yeah. Um also it also it just really depends on who's being signed by bigger labels and able to make music videos that make the rounds yeah. and all that. So it, it, in some ways, like you said, awards for awards shows are a little dated because they they have money tied to it. Because, yeah. like the Oscars, you've got to have you know money to make these big movies, and often it's like the you know all of these awards are chosen by people who are biased, and everybody's going to always be biased, you know, like as a human being. So yeah, you know, there's never they're never going to be perfect choices, and there's often going to be people left out, but.
0: Yeah, and I think the music is kind of moving faster than the industry, quote unquote, is moving in terms of people. Are, Absolutely, people are getting big on TikTok now. Like it's not, it's not working the way it used to. They yeah. used to the industry games. They used to know how to play them because it was like, oh, you have to have money. You got to get the right agent. You got to do this and you got to do that. Yeah. And now it's like you can have something that becomes a fluke hit you on can TikTok, and suddenly you're blow. You can be a little Nas X and go from being in your basement to like yeah. a mega star in one year.
1: <laughs> and I think Doja Cat has kind of played that game where she was. She she reversed it. She got noticed by the big labels because she started on the internet, um, and you know I think we're gonna see way more and more of that uh, as we go. Um, like little not sucks.
0: Yes. Yeah. Definitely more. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Um, our tea today was uh, orange spice. I think you both- Orange and spice. Yes, yes. yes. We both I brought it. In.
1: Uh, it is a Bigelow tea. Bigelow, please sponsor us. Hey, hey, we'll take any sponsors you want. We love tea. <laughs> and we were just talking about how this tea reminds us of how it's fall almost. And even though our area is still very hot, um, it's nice to start bringing in little fall elements. Because fall is my favorite season and I'm very excited.
0: Yes, fall is my favorite season as well and I think that um, it is great that you know, we're being able to do this kind of stuff and speaking of sponsorships, we have of course Patreon, which you can sponsor us on um, and follow our links in the description for all more information about that Your tea fact today is that the Chinese have been drinking tea for more than 2,000 years, however it did not become a staple of British culture until the 19th century Wow. Like, you should just be a rich people that could drink it. it was very expensive to drink. That is true. So yeah, that I mean, is- true very interesting tea and crumpets not as long as we think it was yeah <laughs> all right well love a crumpet. Yeah. well uh we're all out of tea so and we're all out of tea t- <laughs> that's sorry. sorry whatever that catchphrase is yeah thank you so much for listening and we will happy see you next labor day. week happy, happy labor week. day you'll be seeing during this on wednesday but happy happy wednesday anyway happy wednesday everybody <laughs> we are from the past <laughs> Ooh, buy stocks and
1: apples actually don't
0: no. <laughs>